Hello, hello. Welcome back to my podcast. Guys, this is crazy. It has been a hot minute. In fact, I actually did think it had been longer than just the start of November since I did a podcast because it truly has been such a distant thought in my mind and my priorities and my focus being podcasting. And and it really is why I want to come in and do an episode today and speak about why it has been a distant thought within my priorities and my schedule and my life. So, wow, the last time I was in your ears, if you listened to my last episode, was the 9th of November. And that feels like a lifetime ago, which is just insane. And and not even just a lifetime ago in terms of time and duration, more so on a level of like my identity. And in terms of like being a person that I actually do not recognize to some degree. And whilst of course that is quite dramatic, you know, some may say and some may think, I mean, as the words come out of my mouth, I'm like, Ruby, like that is like quite literally eight weeks and you feel like a new person. But I truly feel that way because of the shifts that I have been accepting, right? So I say accepting as a choice of word because the the shifts were pushing me, the shifts were nudging, the shifts were there, they were inevitably occurring. And for as long as I was resisting them, I was actually finding myself in such a deep state of like discomfort and like exhaustion. And honestly, and I really want to just come in here and speak, give you guys an update, give you guys an update on, I'm going to call it like a new iteration of my life, of my life in business, of my life in the coaching space online as a content creator, right? On Instagram or podcast or whatever, wherever you know me as, as a friend, as a coach, whoever, etc. The new iteration. And I also want to utilize this as a tool and I guess like a compass for you guys to navigate your own inevitable shifts and changes and new iterations of yourself throughout your life and just really celebrating the essence of evolution and how we can navigate it, what we can understand from it and how we can really just recognize when the right time to make shifts in our life is is really going to be. And oh, so much. I have so much to go through and I'm really excited. I, wow, like deep breath (laughs) vibes because like the whole podcast is, it's a rebrand and it's refreshing and it's symbolic of me embracing inevitable change and inevitable shifts. And like everything that I have led with confusion around in my life, whether that be things that I have navigated that were they're seen as hurdles, particularly or struggles or battles or things that were just testing my character as such, you know, like in terms of disordered eating, in terms of my relationship to myself, my relationship to confidence, the gym, my iteration in, in my evolution in business, all of these different pieces moving into state, all of these different things. And like, that, I've really recognized that when I anchor in to accepting that these things are happening to me to create a more powerful version of myself, period. (laughs) Podcast over. No, but but in the sense that being in a coaching space, it, it has created a lot of validation for these shifts and these what seemed like mountains at the time, because in hindsight, they 
it expanded my skill set. It expanded my awareness. It expanded my my sense of empathy for other people based off the this I guess navigating strengths or struggles rather <laughs> that became strengths that inevitably we all have the capacity to experience or to some degree have experienced, if not the same situation or circumstance, but the same emotion that pairs with it, right? The same emotion that pairs with it. And often we feel so secluded and exclusive to our thoughts and our emotions, and we create distance between ourselves and other people via projections onto other people. And this is now I've just gone onto a complete avenue, but I think it's worth talking about, right? And as human beings, we are all one of the same, truly. And it sounds cliche. Yes, 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 yes. But a part of us forgets that. A part of us actually refuses to believe that and believes that we are exclusive to our own struggles and our own emotion, our own like crazy, like kind of psychotic kind of cooked thoughts that we have, which we all have, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe I thought that or said that I shouldn't have thought that or said that or like, oh my God, like, why is this so hard for me? Why does this happen to me? Like this emotion, no, you know, that person wouldn't understand. They wouldn't understand. I'm alone in this emotion or that person made it look so easy. So therefore they didn't experience this or like they show up with this front and they never actually you know, come through that they are human. And and then whether consciously or unconsciously, we dehumanize other people, right? For actually just not being able to relate or associate to those people. So even if you're sitting right now in reflection of like, oh, yep, I can think of someone in my mind that I, I feel that way about and I almost pedestal them or I almost like put myself in this like inferior spotlight in the sense that I'm alone in my struggles. And with this, it has been a concept that I really want to use as leverage for the way that I coach, the way that I navigate and the way that I lead people in just reminding people of humanness and that they are not alone in their thoughts. And therefore, if somebody can do the incredible thing, then as a fellow human being, we have the direct capacity to also achieve a level of success that we admire in somebody else. And I want this podcast to be a space in your ears, on your phone that expands you, that elevates you into a higher level of self-awareness, into a new perspective that leaves you feeling enlightened and refreshed rather than drained and feeling a sense of like defeat in yourself. And I'm really, really excited about this shift. And let's just speak about shift, like the shift, the shift of of why I'm sitting here recording this and, and speaking to words like evolution, iteration. I don't know the gal from eight weeks ago. And when I come into even like probably the past few weeks and I'm going to draw some context to this via, I changed my Instagram handle just to tie a neat little bow on, oh my God, I've actually changed in the way that I want to navigate my life and business. And that means like everyone I've done that, that's my Instagram handle is different. So it, it it's Ruby Darcy Coaching. It was fit with Ruby. My podcast was fit with Ruby. It is now Ruby Darcy Coaching. So it feels so, so refreshing. And with this change, it was something that it wasn't a choice. And 
you know, it's hold me with a generous interpretation here in the sense that it wasn't a choice because of course it was, but to a large degree, the navigating the shifts was definitely something that I actually couldn't control that natural flow of change in the way I wanted to work with people, the way I want to coach people, the way that I feel I'm creating my highest point of contribution to the world, to the people around me, to leveraging my own uniqueness and my own brain as such. So with that, uh, Fit With Ruby represents training, nutrition, coaching. That's what it is. It's about creating healthier individuals who feel then empowered to feel confident in themselves and to navigate their life with ease via autonomy and knowledge. So that was essentially fit with Ruby, but with the strengthening and the deepening of client relationships over, I mean, I'm lucky enough to have had to have clients that I've worked with for like an average of like two year, 1.5 to like two years on like an average basis of my client base, which is just crazy. Like it is so crazy. And my clients have moved and evolved with me based off the coaching that we have undergone together, the types of conversations that we've entertained, where we've drawn our drawn our attention and focus towards, and the intricate parts of themselves that we have actually transcended, evolved, um, improved, essentially, like for lack of a better word, just by longevity in proximity, just by being in this like coach client relationship, which I hate even saying coach client because it's just like to me, human to human. And there's so much love and genuine care and connection within those, within those relationships with my clients. And with that, the surface level, and I say surface level lightly because it has its place, right? And I say surface level in reference to training programs, nutrition protocols, and all of that. It, it no longer actually served its place for creating compounding and substantial impact on their lives, on the way that they view themselves, the way that they navigate their life, their goals, their dreams, and ultimately what was creating the best, most powerful version of themselves. Because what we really found to be true was that the undercurrent of any decision, any behavior, any habit, any thought, feeling, emotion was and which was depth in their concept of self, depth in their patterns, depth in who they were and why they were that, depth in their unconscious mind, depth in their, their beliefs and who they truly were at their core before the external world shaped and influenced them into being something else or to fearing their way into a, another concept or identity that they adopted, right? And all of us truly have these parts of ourselves that we, you know, either suppress or express based off our external world. And, and navigating that and drawing awareness and attention to that can really help to come back to the core of the human being, which is the most powerful place for impact and for an incredible life. And if we are not leading our life from our core, from our heart and soul in our core, then I truly believe that we are 
undershooting the potential of quality in the life that we get to live and the potential that is a byproduct of it, the potential in success, the potential in impact, the potential in life experience, right? So with that, I truly almost believe that I've anchored into that being my like live quest with conversations that I have in the coaching space with my clients because truly feeling lost is so quote unquote easy and it is so natural and I'm gonna say normal without normalizing it. I'm gonna say normal in the context of common but normal not in the sense that it's normalized that we shouldn't keep looking at it and we shouldn't actually regard that as being the way to live our life and I think the closer that we get to the quest through to the core of who we are as human beings, the closer that we get to that point, that is generating the most powerful version of yourself to leverage into success, to leverage into success in your health, in relationships, in your career, in your relationship to money, friends, relationship to self like you name it, right? It is leading with the human that you are. And why this is so impactful is because we have an unconscious blueprint of how to be the best version of ourselves that nobody else has. And I think so much of us looks external, is gets wrapped up in the external and consumed by what every other human being is doing, what we then interpret we should be doing and what, you know, they did to get that success and I want that and I should do that or what I think I should be doing because that person said that was right or wrong or whatever it may be, right? We've all undergone this journey and how I really intend to tie this all in together is via coaching the human and coaching the mind in a mindset capacity, but also coaching the humans who do lead their life via business because ultimately I like in full transparency, of course, I love business, but also with more people actually creating impact at scale via business, then of course, that's a better thing, you know, essentially. But because business is my passion and because I scaled my business to where it is, it it makes so much sense and it creates so much passion in me to want people to create the self-confidence, to leverage the strengths required, to create the consistency in those strengths to create that outcome of business success, right? And if it's not business, if you're listening to this and you don't have a business, but you actually just want to excel in your career, again, it is coming back to what part of my mind, my concept of self, who I am as a human being is actually stopping me from creating my highest point of contribution or creating compounding momentum, compounding results through my life and inevitably then creating the success that I can just relish in and and, and enjoy and experience, right? Because ultimately that is like, to me, that is freedom to you that might mean something else to you that might be aligned with a different set of your values if you feel resonated with this and my vision then of course I feel like you're going to love where this podcast is going so thank you for listening in I wanted to also just tie into the concept that I spoke about before about okay like how do you know when your body is actually wanting you to change and I say body because I do believe that that consistent and persistent even thoughts in our mind that are that are being projected into our mind via 
the shifts and changes in our human, in our perspectives, in our self-awareness, in our passions, right? Like if you were doing something and you love doing it, whether that was an activity, a career path, even entertaining a relationship, entertaining an activity on a weekend. And then all of a sudden, based off the fluidity of life, you no longer actually value those things, those people, those activities, or that that line of work as such, or those conversations even, or even the same values, your values shift, right? All of that is going to present as a feeling in our body and a feeling in our state of awareness and consciousness in like the two feet that we have on the floor in this world, right? (laughs) Like in our concept of awareness, essentially. So, and I, again, I'm going to say body because it presents via emotions that are a byproduct of resistance. So for context, for example, with the emotions that I, that do come to mind, it's feeling a low sense of or even not even just emotions directly, but I'm just going to run with this, a low sense of clarity, uh, resentment potentially. So confusion even from the low clarity, um, shame, guilt, blaming yourself for not being at a standard that you would otherwise like, feeling uninspired, not feeling completely relaxed or fulfilled, not actually feeling happy even to that great extent, finding things that you struggle to be excited about in your day-to-day and therefore having an undercurrent or an undertone of these angry, resentful shameful emotions that it just feels sad and it feels hard and heavy to navigate life via these lower vibrational frequency emotions, right? And we then start to feel even more fucking worse because we create more of the problem that we currently have or more of the problem that we that we fear as such. So we fear that, oh my God, I am now unhappy in my life and therefore we create more of that because we are continuously not looking to change or we're not looking to divert the path and I plugged into my clients like and I'm gonna come back to the example for context of um (laughs) Ruby Darcy coaching at like the handle on Instagram because that is just what I'm using as the catalyst for this conversation because it brought on so much reflection and I, I plugged into my clients afterwards and I was speaking to some of them about how I felt in doing it. And I actually just felt like, you know, when you do something and you're like, you feel like an expert in the situation all of a sudden. And whilst I'm, I very much am aware that I was naive to all of it and I'm still super naive and I'm still um, navigating, of course, making shifts and stepping out of comfort zones and all of that. But when you do make a move, you have enough uh, experience to actually inspire and shift perspective in somebody else. And it's almost like an awakening. It's almost like (laughs) after you come out of a toxic situation and then you actually get this sudden sense of conscious awareness or a literal awakening where you can see things clearly and you're like, oh my God, like that's so funny. That's what I was feeling in my body. That's why I feel better now. And that this is why blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to just unpack and share my experience with you. So 
and the thoughts that came through in in the process. So first of all, coming back into the body and those emotions that feel heavy, typically like if you are holding and navigating some heavy emotions, it's not normal. It's normal human emotion, but it shouldn't be normalized to the point where it contributes to patterns and eventually programming in our mind where we actually do just identify with these things and think that it's normal. Think that it's normal that we are low in self-confidence. Think that it's normal that we're a jealous person. Think that it's normal that we're resentful for everyone else in our industry because we're a victim or thinking it's normal that we're in a constant cycle of blame, right? It's a normal part. It's a, it's a human experience, but it shouldn't be normalized to the point of which we don't and look at it any longer, right? So that I just want that to like land and run away with that. But with the heaviness, it's if you're feeling that way about something in your life, it is going to be uncomfortable to look at it and you're not going to want to look at it for very long. You're going to want to look at it for two minutes and you're going to think, oh, I don't know what the answer is. Or I already know that I'm stuck in this path. I already know that I don't have the life that I that I want at the moment, right? But it's so much easier to say, oh, I already know and I just can't even look at it. I can't find the answer. I can't find the way out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And as soon as we say that we don't know, we actually block ourselves off from the quest to find out, right? So it's like, where are you lacking clarity and you say you want the success and you say you're going to make it work, but every time you get close to finding the answer, you distract yourself so that you don't have to sit in the discomfort of where you currently are and therefore build on the lack of clarity that you have in your mind. Okay, so just coming into that and that can be applied in not only um, relationships, business, career, like friendships, whatever it is, if something's feeling heavy and not right, you need to look at it. And I say that completely blunt and direct in the sense that that's it. Like that's the way it is. If it's not feeling right, it shouldn't be continued without further investigation. So that is not only where we get to create a better existence, but also a better understanding of ourself and our needs and the necessary boundaries where we're leaking energy, which is inevitably blocking us off from the success that we do ultimately desire and know that we are capable of achieving deep down okay so for as long as you're holding on to an identity that's not you you will feel it right let that land for as long as you're not hold, as you're holding on to an identity that is not you you will feel it and I felt this in in the way that it, I was unconscious to it for the most part. And I thought, oh, but it doesn't make sense right now. It's too hard. It's not the right timing. It, it wouldn't. What about this? What about that? What about this? At the end of the day, the moral of the story is to anchor into the truth. And that is something is not right for you. So create movement and momentum away from that in any capacity. It doesn't have to be problem solved tomorrow. It is just creating intentional steps away from the identity that does not, that no longer serves you really. So coming into what happens externally, others feel it. 
others feel it, whether again, it's consciously or unconsciously, consciously, they feel that you are not being a full expression of yourself. How often have you met someone or interacted with someone that you knew that they were holding back a part of themselves, even just like via shyness, right? Like, you know that this is, I'm not getting all of this person. I'm not getting the best of them. Or I sense an element of people pleasing. That's another thing as well. Like I sense that they are trying to manipulate the situation to protect a part of themselves that I don't want them to see, which is ultimately the truth. And whether people recognize that that is the case, you feel it in a human being versus the types of people that you deeply respect because you know that when they actually mean something, about you or about a situation or you know they're going to be honest they're going to be transparent and you trust that in them they're not they don't actually have this underlying motive that you question who they actually are or how they actually feel about me etc 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 so for as long again I'm going to come back to this for as long as you're holding on to an identity that's not you you will feel it and also others will feel it and that in itself, in a summary, is worth worse than other people judging you for being your fullest expression. That is worse than other people judging you from being in your fullest expression. And I also just want to create some normal normality or like humanness um, around this topic. And I want you to know that I am speaking to this from a place that of course, I still struggle with this. I literally, I have, this is a lesson that I learned from changing my Instagram bloody bio a, a week ago, right? So it's like, I feel like we'll constantly be seeing this everywhere in our life of like, where am I actually suppressing a part of myself in order to keep myself safe from something else? Okay. So recognizing that and how it can be felt unconsciously in other people, but also deeply in yourself and in the form of heaviness, in the form of something weighing you down and weighing down your momentum in life. Okay. And then really just asking yourself when you're trying to access change or evolution, what are the stories that are coming up around why I can't? What are the stories that are coming up around why I can no longer entertain a friendship, a career, an identity, a conversation, a relationship, a belief, a value, an activity, whatever it is. What are the stories that are coming up about why I can no longer do this? And are they projected stories and judgments or are they actually true, right? Are they projected and they're made up based from our interpretation of other things and other people and therefore we actually want to just create meaning it's like oh yeah that would make sense because of my belief on this so that would make sense as why I can't make this change because I know that person did this and they were judged or my perception of people that go against the grain in a friendship or relationship is causing conflict or they won't be accepted they won't be loved or validated as much for being them or there's fear around I'll be misunderstood there's fear around people actually seeing me in a, in a way that I can't control the way they see me right there's like so many different stories so I guess just really recognizing that we try and create meaning to our biggest fears to try and keep us safe right so it's like oh okay 
I fear doing this. I fear the change here. And this is why it would be fearful because this might happen and this might happen. So just recognizing the stories that are at play and then actually coming in to, (laughs) this is like so cheeky, but not really at the same time. (laughs) Cheeky in the sense that I, I say this with love, right? I say this with directness, but equally with a whole lot of love in the, are you playing the world revolves around me card? <laughs> and honestly, we all do day in, day out. And if you're denying that you're in your ego and you do, you do, you do, you do in the sense that you lack confidence to walk into a gym and go and set up an exercise in a different way, right? That's playing the world revolves around me card. And I say this lightly, okay? Um, it's the, I'm, I'm afraid to be myself in my fullest expression because I'm scared of what people think of me. That's the all about me. The world revolves around me card, right? Or it's like, I'm afraid to actually put myself out there and go for this big move because these people might judge me, think this of me or interpret me in the wrong way. Yep. That again is playing the world revolves around me card. So it, it's like almost creating this sense that everybody is looking at us when it is not the case. It's almost like everybody cares what I'm doing, right? And I say this because it's true, right? Like, yes, people do care what you're doing to an extent, but when you're making yourself small in pedestaling this concept or interpretation of yourself that's actually this big, outrageous, bold, stands out like God knows what um, version of yourself when it's actually not the case and it's actually not true. And it's sort of like you're secluding yourself into this like spotlight where it's not the case either. And remembering that it is part of our humanness and our wiring to to fear really standing out because we are I'm going to say like pack animals because we are we operate via tribes we we thrive in connection and it's truly one of our biggest motivators in life is that connectedness and that relatedness right so there's that but there's also recognizing where those concepts no longer serve you in your iteration of your next levels in your life in your relationships your career, relationship to self, all of the things, right? So ask yourself, where am I playing? The world revolves around me card. And then just remembering that your people love you more when you're unapologetically and authentically yourself. And I had literal immediate evidence of this when I (laughs) changed my Instagram handle and I got like... an abundance of client messages and people that truly deeply love me, like my bestest friends and, um, of course, my beautiful clients recognizing that I made this shift and they were like, oh my God, this is so good. It makes sense that you would do that. You know, that's so inspiring or whatever, like beautiful things. And all in the while, I had been projecting these stories onto my clients that they would actually think that I didn't care about them anymore or that I was neglecting them and and neglecting Fit With Ruby, which is of which they were a coach under. And I thought that I was X, Y, and Z and all of these things that I projected stories into. But as soon as I made the change, all my clients were essentially like, oh my gosh, why didn't you do that sooner? Or, or, you know, like it would, of course, that makes sense. You've changed so much. So it's coming into 
we also then slow ourselves down in fear and 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 listening to the stories and the projections that we have on what other people are going to think about us but then also the way that the external perceives you is often a fast forward slash I'm going to rephrase this the way that we perceive ourselves is delayed versus the way the external perceives us or our external shell that's visible to everybody else right and often we do we become blindsided to these truths and our internal awareness does take time to catch up so that's where I think it's so powerful to really anchor into conversations with people that you trust and I say trust and I like to define trustworthy friendships relationships etc from people that you know have an unbiased and selfless perception of you and a selfless intention for you. And I say this in reference to when you, I'm going to give context, you speak about something you've done or achieved and you can feel, sense and see the person receiving the conversation start to think about themselves and make it about themselves or they'll make a comment saying like, oh my God, you're so good for having done that. You know, I wish I, well, you know, I wish I did that or like, oh my God, that makes me feel so this. And I've had people say that to me before and immediately they're going to have a distorted or biased perception of you based off the way that they want to see you that soothes a part of themselves that they actually feel uncomfortable in seeing, right? And that can be both a good and bad projection. That's just one example. Like that is just one example of biased projections on, on other people. So another way that this can come through is people that knew, knew you potentially before you evolved and shifted and they're holding on to a past um, understanding or interpretation of you. So anyway, long story short in that regard, those are the types of people to just be weary of, of getting them to reflect honest interpretations of you, right? So I love the activity and I share this with my fully enhanced girls in this program that I have at the moment and I got them to ask the people closest to them, even like three people that they trust deeply with without the biased projections and, you know, truly they, they're happy to be seen and, and reflected concepts by these people, right? to actually describe them in like five words, like as simple as that, describe them in five words and to start to see and notice things that other people perceive in you that you may have completely bypassed, been blindsided to, or actually just didn't put that as high on the hierarchy of traits and qualities that you believe you possess. Okay. And that's super, super interesting. Or even to the extent of strangers that actually don't need a hold by, and I'm not saying strangers as in, of course you have to know them, but like, even like, you know, your boss or someone at work that doesn't know you on a personal level, but they may have just witnessed you in a, in a group setting or in a passing conversation, you know, even asking them how they interpret you, like this can be powerful, but at the same time, in the same breath, if you are going to do this exercise or activity, access discernment with everything that you do receive and don't take it as gospel, but just see simply look at it as like data collection. And that's all I have to say to that, because that can really run away from you in believing everything that you hear. And then that really just sort of tarnishes your concept of self and creates more um, confusion and lack of clarity. So there's that. But 
really just anchoring back into the the intention of that topic was how we see ourselves is often masked and blinded by the truth and the reality and our external can be often so clear to others and very much like hazy to ourselves and even like let's look at the reverse look at some people that you look at you admire you look up to and you actually just see their potential in so many ways and how much they can achieve how much impact they could make how incredible their personality is but you know for a fact that they don't even see it you know for a fact that they don't see it they don't believe it and they will probably to some degree, never, ever see it and never capitalize on their potential. And when I sort of came into that concept, I was like, oh my God, that's a fear. I don't want that to be the case. I don't want to miss parts of me and then waste a whole life being in this bubble and not being willing to, I guess, crack away from this bubble and see myself from a bird's eye view or at least seek the data to actually discover more of yourself from that bird's eye view rather than from that internal point of view. So that I truly believe is a whole other tool to really leverage. Um, and then and then accessing every decision of like, oh, okay, I'm navigating my life by this. This is what I know to be true. But imagine what is actually true that I'm so blinded to and I have got no idea of in regards to myself and all of that. And with all of this, when we start to create awareness and consistent awareness, we create evolution, right? And I want to say that evolution is normal. Evolution at different rates, of course, is not normal. Some people move and evolve a lot faster than other people And as a result, those around you in your external world are going to have to adjust to the new version of you. And this is a whole other conversation in itself. But something I really came into is what to expect when you do make a shift and a change. And again, I gave those examples prior about where you might make change in your life, whether that's career, relationships, friendships, conversations you entertain, activities you do, beliefs you have, you know, the way that you spoke about that person, but then all of a sudden you're like, actually, I don't want to speak about that person like that anymore or whatever it is, right? Whatever it is. Um, the people around you are going to have to adjust to you. However, the adjustment is often inconsistent it's often not guaranteed and it's often conditional right so the concepts that I'll repeat again inconsistent not guaranteed and conditional right conditional adjustments to or based off their own insecurities these are people that need to adjust to you evolving how they want to perceive you. So this is coming into what's going to soothe them and their concept of self and their relationship to change. That's a whole other thing because they may have not actually had a lot of familiarity in change or they may have only had experience where change created a negative in their life, right? So there's that and that's where we have to access empathy and understanding if people don't actually accept you straight away. It's not a you thing. It's always a them thing. And it's a them thing, but not in the sense that they are bad or wrong. It's a them thing because they're conditioned from their life experience to say, for example, you know, 
like feel inferior when other people are moving because they actually can't navigate the parts of themselves that want to move or you know their relationships change because when something changed it meant something bad was happened and happening and it created a stress or anxiety response in their life or in their in themselves or you know the way that they want to perceive you because they actually are resistant to change they're resistant to discomfort and they're resistant to looking at the parts of themselves that inevitably want to move and evolve so therefore it's much safer and easier for them to stay the same in to a degree and therefore if they perceive you as getting ahead of them they see that as distance and then they may actually then interpret that as inferiority right so there's that whole thing in itself so that's where it's like accepting that other people may not be able to adjust instantly or at all to your evolution it's not about you it's about them, but it's not a bad thing on them. It's just essentially their conditioning. So there's there's so much in that, right? And all of which, all of which in the external point of view, we can't control. We can't control. And when we try to, when we try and manipulate the external view and the way that the external views us being the world the people, the way they interpret us, the way that they feel and think about us, how we make them feel about themselves, none of that is within our grasp of direct control. And and that is one of the things that surrendering to that fact and that truth is going to literally release you from the shackles of that heavy, heavy burden and obligation to try and manipulate other people, again, consciously or unconsciously to see you in the way that you want to be seen, right? It's a burden and it's essentially manipulation out of fear of being misunderstood, not accepted, not seen, not validated and not loved. All of those basic human needs and those are just examples, right? So, Oh my gosh. And then the next thing I I wanted to come into was, you know, often we don't plan our evolution, but rather surrender to the authentic parts of ourselves that are inevitably surfacing. So surrendering. And, you know, when I had the first heard the concept around surrendering, I was like, or like that sort of makes me feel uneasy or say or unsafe or that makes me perceive that you know you're not doing anything for controlled effort or controlled outcome which of course you know you kind of create intentional choice to create an outcome so when i thought of surrendering i was like oh does that mean you don't have choice like what does surrendering even mean but it's surrendering and noticing where you're holding yourself back where you are resisting to or even distracting yourself away from looking at the truth or where you are actually suppressing and continuously being afraid of those really freaking authentic parts of yourself because of what that may mean about you, about the way others see you and about your future. That's a whole thing in itself. So we don't plan our evolution, but surrendering to the authentic parts of ourself is so, so powerful and it is truly going to collapse, I believe, so much time in our lives if we really come into awareness of that. And if you are holding yourself back or holding a part of yourself, it's probably taking so much of your energy. And even like I would encourage you to reflect if you're listening to 
really look at okay where was I trying to suppress a part of myself or even look at reflection in like trying to impress someone or meet someone for the first time where you're trying to suppress like this kind of quirky fun like silly side of yourself or like maybe a direct honest side of yourself maybe like a sassy side or whatever you are suppressing how almost that can be quite exhausting and it almost is like it takes so much consciousness that you feel freaking wired and to some extent some people navigate their whole existence in that energy of trying to control the external world in the way that it interprets us and therefore we actually suppress the juiciest parts of ourselves. that inevitably I'm going to tie this back into the people who are our people will love us unconditionally for and not only love and validate us for that but they will too be given permission and given the opportunity to expand and and um, elevate into the best version of themselves just simply by being in the presence of a trustworthy human being, a trustworthy human being that leads with authenticity and integrity and therefore they feel safe within your presence and they actually see the power in that and again whether consciously or unconsciously they begin to integrate their own authentic expression in themselves and imagine how incredible the world will be if each of us express the our own gifts that we I truly believe were given within our birth and within the creation of each and every human being we have our own unique gifts that the ne- the person next to us actually doesn't possess and unlocking those is going to really unleash our true strength power and impact overall and really remembering that the part of you that wants to be seen will not only be your most impactful expression but also the one that is going to slow you down until you surrender to it. So thank you guys for coming on that podcast journey with me. I actually did not expect it to necessarily go down some of the avenues that we did go down, but I really just wanted to tie this into, okay, oh my God, I have seen and navigated a whole lot of change in myself based off the ebbs and flows and the fluidity of life and the the I guess influence that life has had on me and seeing parts of myself that were always there but I'm allowing them to actually surface now and how I did have resistance towards a lot of those parts of myself and of course I still do I am not saying I don't it's it's actually truly like I'm gonna say hard but I say it lightly because it's possible to work through those parts especially the parts that you have felt unsafe to express for so long right so there's that and you know you might actually not know what those parts are if you don't know you are yet to find out so my best advice is to actually just navigate life via doing the things that you know align with your values they you know they make you happy right and you know that they actually bring out the best in you and of course this is all just pretty surface level stuff but if you don't know what those things are let's look at the opposite let's look at the things that have a heavy impact on you they feel heavy they weighing you down and they feel like you're not creating your highest point of contribution to the world to your own unique life okay and whether that's in your career your relationships your health your family your money whatever that is it is all relevant 
because it's all led by the human being behind it, which is you. And I love this conversation. Oh my God, this is so good. So this podcast is going to get a little rebrand. It's a whole rebrand and I'm really, really excited to deliver this to you guys. It's going to be a shift I'm still fit like I'm still fit with Ruby I still have training and nutrition clients of course and that's a huge part of me um but it's something that like it's it's an avenue but it's not a runway right it's an avenue but it's not a runway to the gateway to just the most incredible life which is what I truly want for everyone that I do come in contact with and that is you guys listening into this podcast so thank you for your time your energy your attention I value that so deeply I truly do and if you did like this podcast, please let me know. Please share it to your stories. Please leave a review, whatever does feel best for you. And I can't wait to be back in here very, very soon.